welcome to Talking Club. I'm Emily. I'm Karen. How's it going, Karen? Oh, it's good. I just walked in the door. It's been a long day. I was on Instagram last night and I just happened upon your gross tacos. <laughs> They're the- so gross and so good. No, but like the description that you went into with this taco was just like bar none. I mean, it was just like everything from the tortilla, the weirdness of the so-called meat or the meat product (laughs) as you refer to it, the cheese, the lettuce. I mean, oh, I was just dying anyway. Thank you. Yeah, I I went to the grocery store and bought food to make. at my house and then after i was done at the grocery store i was like i am gonna stop a jack in the box and get gross tacos how often i think the process of grocery shopping makes us hungry but after we've left the grocery store we don't want to be we don't want to eat like the food that we just bought so we go get more food Here's what it is, Here, for, at least for me, and I'm sure it's different for everybody, but for me, it's like I go to the grocery store at the end of a long day of working. I stop there on my way home with all these plans of like, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to make food. And then what happens is I wander around the store because I'm tired and brain dead and um, I buy just whatever I happen to see that looks good. And then I check out and I walk back to my car and realize I haven't actually bought anything to make a full meal. (laughs) And also, I'm still really tired and I really don't feel like going home and cooking. I know. I know. I totally get that. (laughs) So here's what I bought today. Um, Eggs. Milk. um, Pre-packaged, like chopped up onions and mushrooms and green beans like all in a package like ready to go to toss in the instant pot which i do with like some sausage and potatoes it's delicious um anyway but i bought just the vegetable part of that yeah um and uh because i forgot to buy potatoes (laughs) (laughs) and i have sausage at home but i forgot the potato part um and some milk and chips and oreos (laughs) gross tacos it is yep yep i am super healthy (laughs) and thriving love the oreos part (laughs) and then when i was at jack in the box buying gross tacos i was like man i'm gonna need something sweet because i forgot that i bought the oreos so i got a shake and then I got home and I was like, well, I guess I'm not eating Oreos now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's That'll so be funny. dinner tomorrow. <laughs> this is what oh. you do when you're 45 and single. <laughs> hey, that doesn't sound that much different from my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been married for, may- yeah, maybe just maybe at a certain point, everything just kind of morphs together. And there's like, you just, you, everyone behaves the same regardless of our marital status or family or whatever like I, you know whatever like that so do you and dustin not like try to put a meal on the table for your kids every day like i just assume that that's what families do yes the goal is always to have a sit down dinner does it always happen no 
So for example, today was kind of a weird day. I got home from work and the girls had places to be like until they're still gone. You know what I mean? So it's like, we just, sometimes we just scrounge. So I'm like, just find your own food or (laughs) I'll make you ramen or we go out, you know? So going out is usually what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like making dinner, like knowing what to make for my family is one of the biggest, the most stressful things for me as a parent, like, because everyone likes different things. Nobody in my family (laughs) will eat the same thing. I mean, they might eat a variation of what I've made. So like, instead of like making like like complete meals. It's like, okay, I'm going to make all these ingredients. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make all these different things. Like I'm going to make a vegetable. Here's some rice. Here's a protein and here's some random (laughs) sauce and you can build your meal. You know what I mean? So so like Lydia more often than not, we'll just eat rice. She, Mm -hmm. and like the other night I was like, are you going to have some chicken? She's like, we just eat it too much. I'm kind of sick of it. And I'm like, well, get used to it because I'm not, (laughs) not going to stop. I'm not going to not make chicken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then put butter or sauce on her rice or no, some, maybe some cheese. Rice. Yeah. Yeah. I've had many meals that were just (laughs) rice and butter and salt and pepper. Whatever, you know, you do, you do what you do. And Dustin's not eating carbs. So that adds an extra layer of it, which is fine. He, at least he can cook for himself. You know what I mean? So like, like one day I made like a, like a manicotti. And so I'm like, Dustin, I'm making manicotti for me and the girls. And here's a sauce that you can, <laughs> that you can throw some veggies in, you know, so he'll or make just drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like dinners is so dinners are the worst. So but it's funny though, because like more, there have been plenty of times where we have done like some grocery shopping and then like we're leaving the store and I'm like, okay, well now I'm hungry. And it's like, okay, well, let's just go grab some food. Even though we have like $200 worth of groceries in the back of our car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Grocery shopping is, ex- is exhausting. It is. And then on top of that, I mean, I bought five things today, but on top of that, when you go and like buy actual groceries, then you have to calculate the putting away, sometimes preparing like that all is part of it. It's it really tiring. And it is. It takes a lot of time too. Mm-hmm. So by the time all that's done, it's like, I don't want to pull out plates and pots and stuff and make my kitchen messy after I just put everything away. Yeah. I I can't even tell you how many times I have eaten just something really bad for me or not even (laughs) that good because it doesn't require that many dishes. Like the amount of dishes is like, I mean, it it weighs very heavily in how I cook sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ice cream straight out of the carton. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what Ben and Jerry's was was intending mm-hmm. when they decided to sell it in pints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is that it's still too much ice cream to eat in one sitting and it's so easy to eat it. Well, it's not so easy to eat it in one sitting. But if you're just like watching TV while you eat or something like that, you're like, oh, dang, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. I don't think I've actually ever done that before. Have you? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Okay. I've done that at your house. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We went to the Ben and Jerry store. Remember Mm -hmm. that when we went to Palm Springs? That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I just this week I was going through some. um, So I have an online writing portfolio and I happened to come across an archive from back when I was at a word circuit. And so I was able to find a bunch of my articles and stuff that I wrote there. One of the very last pieces that I published before Word Circuit shut down was my interview with Jeff Goldblum, which I was able to find oh. it. And I was so excited. Of course, I had to cut that interview, but uh, it just, I was thinking about that conversation, you know, just a couple days ago. And um, I was thinking about how half, like partway through, I was realizing that so much of what was happening in our conversation was not going to be usable because he was asking me things like, so have you ever had Ben and Jerry's ice cream? Like what's your favorite <laughs> flavor? <laughs> Which sounds weird out of context. It made perfect sense for the interview. Okay, I was going to say, how did you get there? <laughs> so the interview was for his Disney plus show, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. And it was at the end of the first season. He was Emmy, nom- Emmy nominated for it. And uh, one of the episodes was about ice cream and he actually went and sat down with Ben and Jerry. And so, yeah, so I was asking him, you know, about that episode. And then he just starts asking me, like, do you like ice cream? What kind do you like? And I was just like, you know, if you weren't Jeff Goldblum, this would be creepy as hell. (laughs) (laughs) You're Jeff Goldblum and I will tell you anything you want to (laughs) know. So what is your favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream? New York super fudge chunk. Nice. It is so good. It's chocolate ice cream. And then it's got chunks of dark chocolate and white chocolate, which I used to not like. But as I've gotten older, I've it's grown on me. I don't like it by itself, but I really like it with other things. Okay. Um, and then it's got pecans and walnuts. And then it's got chocolate covered like almonds. Don't make that face. Wow. That's, there's delicious. a lot going on in there. There is. <laughs> but that's the name works, you know, but it's basically nuts and chocolate. And that's, you know, <laughs> my favorite things. So I noticed how you pronounce P-E-C-A-N. <laughs> yes. Pecans. They're Pecan. called pecans. Not pecans. No. I don't think I. What's the other way to say it? Pecan. Pecan. Is there another way to say it? That's the pecan, only two I know of. Pecan, pecan pie. And, yeah, pecan and pecan. I say pecan. Pecan pie. Which is why it's kind of funny pie. that I was really thrown off when I heard someone call them pralines. I was like, but I say pecan. Why does praline sound so weird to me? But anyway. But some people say praline. Is I say pralines. pralines. I say pralines and I say pecan. What's that ice cream? That has pralines and cream. That's what I thought. But I was like, why would it be cream? That just sounded r- weird. Pralines and cream ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, it's not cream. It's like it's sweet cream flavor. It's a sweet cream flavor. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just sounded wrong in my head. Kind of like I had issues trying to spell pecan. So, you know, it's just one of those days. <laughs> um, also, another thought is Jeff Goldblum hot. Yes. How is so? that even a question? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. 
but I'm thinking about him in Jurassic Park. He's also a silver fox now. You think so? Oh, yeah. Has he been in the new Jurassic Parks? Yes. He so he made a brief appearance in the second one. Okay. I felt Dominion. Oh, wait. So not the second one. The second, second one? Oh, yeah, no. The second movie in the entire franchise, he's the main character. Okay, I fell uh, asleep during that one. World. Yeah. What? Oh, I love that one. I felt it was boring. I didn't like it. I was on a bad date. We don't need to go there. Well, yeah, okay. I, I was in survival mode. If it's mode. you, I think it was. That was a bad date. Anyway. <laughs> no, I was in high school. You, you don't, I don't even know who it was with. I just remember. I just, I just said that to see the look on your face. I was like, who are we talking about that was worth it. Anyway, um, no, I don't even remember. That movie, I think, came out in like 97. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway, um, but no, so uh, he makes an appearance for just a few minutes in Jurassic World Dominion. And then he's back to being one of the main characters in Fallen Kingdom, which is the most recent one that came out. Wow. So Fallen Kingdom Dominion, did you say that? What's like, that's like after the colon, right? So what's the, the lost world? What is, wow. Okay. No. So here are all the movies. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Hold on. Okay. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. The only one. Then that's there good. was Jurassic Park, the lost world, or sometimes it's called the lost world, Jurassic Park, or sometimes it's just called the lost world. That's the okay. second movie. That's the second one. Okay. Then Jurassic Park three that no one knows about <laughs> that one's really not good but it's so fun and it has one of the most ridiculous gags in it where alan wakes up on this little plane and a raptor is talking to him and he's like hey alan but it's a dream he's having a dream okay i'm <laughs> surprised that, so was alan in the second one no okay and alan was the main guy in the first one that cried when he saw the brontosauruses yes okay Okay, I'm all caught up. So three OGs. So three is, and and Ellie makes an appearance in Jurassic Park 3 as well. Laura Dern. Yes. So then many years later, um, there's Jurassic World, which is with Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Okay. And they had a couple of like side characters that weren't really, like, weren't really given a lot of screen time in the original movie. But they just kind of popped up in this one and then got bigger roles. But the original three folks were not in Jurassic World. Okay. Because this was this was the opportunity for Chris Pratt to just establish make, himself as yeah. like the franchise guy. Yeah. And okay. it's funny because like I've seen all three of those movies. I barely remember what his character's name is supposed to be, but I can tell you every character in Jurassic Park. So so it's know. memorable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he does a good job. <laughs> sure. He's just there to look good and run around. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's his, mm-hmm. that's his, you know, which I'm that's okay his with. function in life. I'm okay with, with that because women are sexualized so much. Like if that's the only purpose for a guy in a movie, it's your turn. Go for it. That is why Chris Hemsworth's character is so perfect in Ghostbusters. Yes. The call from 2016. Exactly. He's the dumb blonde secretary. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. We need more <laughs> of that. I mean, if yes. we have to have things like that in movies, then yeah, it is the men's turn. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so that was Jurassic World. And then Jurassic World Dominion was the 
sequel and it's still Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt but then Ian Malcolm who's the character John or Jeff Goldblum plays he has a very brief like he's testifying before Congress basically because the whole world knows about these animals and they've been brought off the island because the island gets blown up by a volcano it's a whole thing (laughs) anyway so then in the third movie which is the one that just came out this year jurassic world fallen kingdom ian malcolm is back and dr grant which is um um sam is his name sam yeah sam neil sam neil okay and ellie sattler which is laura dern they're all back plus Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and some other folks that have been kind of showing up more in the movies. So, so the three originals, mm-hmm. how old were they in those first movies? Because they seemed old to me as a child, right? There's... They seemed like grownups because they were playing yeah. scientists and stuff. Yeah, like how old are they? Are they in their seventies, sixties? Um, I think so. Jeff Goldblum is in his sixties now. Sam Neill is so yeah they were like in their 30s dang I know and it's like it's weird it's it, it's, it's way weird like, how are they how are they younger than I am now and I know. they were like doctors and stuff <laughs> well I guess I didn't really think too much about their careers it was just like they just seemed old maybe it was all the dust was turning their hair white or something like that I don't know all the dirt <laughs> you know from the the whatever well, but here's another one for you. Did you know that in the first season of X-Files, Jillian Anderson was only 23? What? Yeah. So Laura Dern in the first Jurassic Park was 20. What? No. 25. No. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry, but she looked older than that. Did she not? People or used maybe... to look older, younger. Like, That's they, true. Like we, we just have, we age differently now. It's like Peggy, our friend Peggy, the pitcher from our haunted house. Yep. She looked 80. That was a high school pitcher. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not 80. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but she Peggy's did not have some words for you tonight. She... I know. Oh, dear heavens. No, Peggy, <laughs> leave me alone. I can't handle that right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, people just age totally, totally differently. Like she was max 18 years old in that picture yeah but she definitely looked middle-aged yeah she did yeah. not look 80 but she definitely looked like she was around 40 <laughs> she <did. laughs> um do you remember our obsession with james spader yes i still have it what do you mean remember like well, it's in the I past mean, we just haven't talked about it in a it's while present tense emily yeah but it's funny though because like has, what has he done recently? Was the last thing he did like bot? No, it was that blacklist show, which I didn't watch. I think that's still going. Oh, okay. And then there was Boston Legal. I loved Boston. Like Legal. where? Where did we start to like him? Like what movie? Because I don't feel like it was I've Boston watched- Legal. Was it Boston Legal? Yeah. Well, he showed up in the last season of The Practice. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that was how they introduced his character for the spinoff, the Boston That's Legal right. spinoff. That's right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I think when we were finally ready to reveal our weirdness about James Spader <laughs> was when he had like a cameo in an episode of The Office mm-hmm. and he looked old and his hair was like weird and we were still just like swooning. It wasn't a cameo. He was a full on character. 
He became the new boss. He bought the company. I think he ended up being in like half a season. Okay. But it was like, it wasn't necessarily his best look, but we were just like. Still. He's still I love you, hot. James like, Spader. I don't, it's, it's because it's not just about his face. It's because no. it's about his whole persona. And this is why yeah. I say, yes, absolutely, Jeff Goldblum is so hot. Yeah. It's not just his face, which is an attractive face, but it's the it's everything. It's everything. Like, yes. It's yes. the voice. It's the way that he's like, he, James yeah. Spader, just he could be reading you his shopping list and it just sounds seductive. Right. It's like Keith you know? Morrison kind of too. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's this exactly. really, there's this really funny, um, like video going around of Keith Morrison reading, uh, um, like side effects of yes, I've like, seen that. have you seen that? <laughs> and he's saying things like diarrhea, <laughs> runny nose in his Keith way. And may I'm just cause death. <laughs> And I'm just listening to it like, okay, I'm all right. I'm I'm good. Feeling I can listen to this right now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of yeah. Keith Morrison, I I did like probably the silliest thing in the world, but I bought a sub, like a subscription to a Dateline podcast because I love Dateline oh. and they have a lot of other shows like other podcasts that you can subscribe to. And it's all commercial free. Nice. And it's like $2.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that ridiculous? You listen to it a lot. I mean, think about it, thinking about all the TV subscriptions, streaming services yeah. that we buy and stuff. Yeah. Like, well, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like there's there's something to be said for not having to deal with ads. Mm-hmm. I just how did we live with commercials? Like I well, I, I will say that they used to put time into making commercials entertaining. <laughs> that helped. <laughs> like, are you old enough to remember the Noid? The Noid? Avoid the Noid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they they did because that was how people learned about things. Like, do you remember like the Christmas commercials? Oh, yeah. Like the Toys R Us. My very favorite commercial of all time is the Staples (laughs) commercial with the robot. Do you remember that one? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, they put him in the electronic section of the Staples. Some guy walks up to him and is like, how much is this fax machine? And he's like, you can't buy it. It's not for sale. (laughs) I really want this fax machine. You can't have her. I love her. And then there are like those commercials, like all the food commercials, like the Kool-Aid person, like the Kool-Aid man running and through Tony the, the fence. Tiger. Yeah. See, we don't have that anymore. This no, we is how don't. we used to survive with commercials. It's because we were entertaining. enjoy them. Really, the only time I see commercials is when we're watching the news, like cable news. I think we still get a few. Oh, and they're those just commercials are terrible. They are. They're just about um it's medicine, basically. <laughs> Medicine, uh, reverse mortgages. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I don't watch Fox News, so I don't see very many reverse mor- That's mortgages. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. What are the other commercials? Like most of the, so, it's so funny because, I mean, I have YouTube TV, so I do watch a lot of live TV still, but, and most of my subscription, like streaming services are the commercial free versions. Yeah. But when I do see commercials, it's usually for other shows. <laughs> Like that's, that's all true. I see ads for is like commercials to watch other things. That's true. I we have ad free Hulu, which 
is the best. Yeah. You know, and so everything else is ad free, though, I think of the yeah, most services are, we have. Yeah. Like Amazon has ads at the beginning, but it's not even oh. ads. It's like just trailers, basically. HBO Max does that, but you can skip them. Yeah. Netflix is still ad free for now. They're adding an ad supported like level that's cheaper. Disney is ad free. Yeah, pretty much all of them are ad free except for mm-hmm. Hulu has the supported one, and then well, and then like some of the like the free services. I watch stuff on Tubi sometimes. Oh yeah, Tubi. Which I don't know if that I've is free because it's ad supported. Yeah, there was a, there's a show on Freevee. Uh huh. <laughs> but that's um, it was it's a show created by the same person that did Raising Hope and My Name Is Earl. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I can't even. Michael Berlanti, I think. No, Greg Garcia. Oh, that's right. Who... What did Michael Berlanti create? I don't know. Sorry. Look it up. Give it a oh. give it a Google. Anyway, I didn't realize that I would be in the mood to talk about celebrities. I think it's Greg shows. Berlanti. I think I got that name totally wrong. <laughs> and so you got his name wrong, and you don't even know what he did. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> is not. Um, oh, okay. So Greg Berlanti, it, I knew I recognized, I knew he did like significant stuff. Okay. I've watched Dawson's Creek, Brothers oh. and Sisters, okay. Everwood, film Ooh, in Ogden, Ogden, Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm. Dustin and I used to sit at Roosters on the patio and watch them filming. You watched them film? Yeah. I didn't know. They would know. film on 25th Street a well, lot. Well, I know, but I didn't realize that you could be down there just as a normal person while they were if filming. You were- Dining at the restaurant, so you weren't out on the street, mm-hmm. you could go about your business, but Roosters had a covered patio area, mm-hmm. yeah. and if we would sit in there, but like up against the, the there was like a fence where the sidewalk was, Yeah, that's you could right. sit in there, and they never were filming directly in front of us, so it's not like we were at risk of being in the shot or anything like that. They were usually filming like across the street and down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, we could totally see them. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen an entire episode of Everwood, if I'm being completely honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never missed an episode of that show. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Dawson's Creek. What? Yeah. What What was out at what? the same time as Dawson's Creek? I don't know. That's what I watched. There has to be a reason why I didn't watch it. Well, let's see. It would have been 1998 is when that show started. Okay, so I was like shoulder deep in my Law and Order obsession mm. days because it was on NBC. I it had was time on both. What? I had <laughs> time for both. both. I don't think I cared enough about Dawson's Creek to watch it for some. Okay, reason. to be fair, I only watched the first season and then I like uh, first two seasons and then I lost interest. Mm-hmm. So I never finished Dawson's Creek, but I was okay. definitely watching it. And- so, okay. So like, thanks for shaming me for like the last two minutes. I've been feeling like I'm the worst person in the world. No, for not watch- and here you definitely are. Watched not. One episode of it. <laughs> no, I watched two seasons of it, but, <laughs> but no, it's more, it's not like, I don't care if you watched it or not. It's more the fact that you never watched a single episode. That is so surprising. I think me. I I, okay, I, I guess I should say I think I I'm sure I've seen clips here and it's there. Not the same. I I don't think I've watched one from start to finish. But that might be. Yeah, I don't know. I just 
just like I, crime I just shows. I think for someone who was in high school, like target audience of uh-huh. wasn't CW at the time. What was it? The WB. The WB. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like the target audience of the WB. I know at the time, and so I just I'm just surprised that you never even like checked it out. I just yeah. I just I'm fascinated. I'm by surprised it. too. I don't know why. What I we I need to know what else was going on around that time because. All I can think of is Law and Order. Like I just started watching that show with my dad, like when I was probably 14 or 15. And I just, that's all I needed. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to Google what were the top television shows in 1998? <laughs> is that really when Dawson's Creek came out? It was 98. Yeah. I feel like it was it earlier actually than that. Started, it started in the, I think in the spring. Okay. I think it was like a mid-season replacement, so it would have started in January. So I watched the first season, and then I left on my mission. Oh, okay. And now I have and that. And then I came back and I tried. To- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I tried to watch it when I got back, and then it was just like mm, you'd grown. Just- I had, <laughs> I had, or something. Um, okay. So or it wasn't a good show. Rated. <laughs> I'm I I'm not saying it was good. I never stuck with it, but here are the top rated TV shows in the 1998 to 99 season. Okay. So these are the most watched. ER was number 1. Okay. Friends, Frasier, Monday Night Football, Veronica's Closet. Do you remember that one? I didn't watch it. No. Sounds oh, familiar though. Kirstie Alley. RIP Kirstie Alley. Um anyway. Yeah. <laughs> She's not dead. Just dead to me. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, Jesse, which I don't remember that show. Also on NBC, though. Jesse? Uh, Jesse, yeah. Uh, 60 Minutes, Touched by an Angel. Oh CBS, gosh. The CBS Sunday movie <laughs> was in the top 10. Uh, Home Improvement, Everybody Loves Raymond, okay. NYPD Blue, Law and Order was number 13, 13th most popular show in America in 1998. Um, I, the Drew Harry yeah. show. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I, I I remember watching episodes of um, Home Improvement, but I swear it wasn't in like 98. I mean, I it think, went on for I think we time. all I think we all got over our obsession with Jonathan Taylor Thomas before then. Yeah, well, because the show went from ninety one to ninety nine. So this, but so this list is from that show's final season. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I didn't really um, watch any of those shows. Oh, I think I well, let's see. I watched. I watched Friends. ER. I was obsessed with ER. I watched Friends. I was obsessed with Friends. I watched Frasier. I sometimes watched Monday Night Football. I watched Veronica's Closet. I don't even remember Jesse. <laughs> I didn't watch sixty Minutes. My mom watched Touched by an Angel. I don't think I watched the CBS Sunday movie, but I definitely never missed the NBC ones. Um, I remember seeing episodes of Touched by an Angel because I think it was on on Sundays, which was yeah. so fitting because it was about, you know, an God angel. and angels and things like that. And, and it, was it was filmed in Salt Lake. Salt Lake so, of course, <laughs> it's on Sunday. Yeah. Um, it was like the one TV show that like Mormon families allow their kids to watch on Sundays. Otherwise, no mm-hmm. one was allowed to watch TV. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's um, kind of true. <laughs> I was always allowed to watch TV on Sundays. So, yeah. Thanks, Mom um, and Dad. Yeah. Your parents are cool. Yes. Um, yeah. So, let's see. 
so Law and Order was number 13 with an average of 10.1 million viewers every week. 14 was a tie between the Drew Carey show and 2020 on Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> and then Providence and 2020 Wednesday nights and Jag. <laughs> and then number 19, NBC Dateline Tuesday and Monday tie nice. with 9.7 million. And Becker, Dustin's favorite show. Oh, I like Becker. Yeah, that <laughs> Becker the, was good. And the CBS Tuesday movie. 23 was Allie McBeal. And then we had Dharma and Greg. We had Spin okay. City. Walker, Texas Ranger, Dateline NBC Friday, (laughs) The X-Files, NBC Sunday Night Movie, I watched those, Mother May I Sleep with Danger, still my favorite one. (laughs) So I think, okay, so- Hold on, and then 60 Minutes 2 and Diagnosis Murder. That's our top 30. Diagnosis Murder, wasn't Dick Van Dyke in that? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. But that yeah. like played on like a random network that like nobody watched, like it's WPN. CBS. Oh, okay. I must be thinking of the reruns then. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the reruns played on WGN out WGN. of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. eventually it moved to like IGN or Lifetime or something. <laughs> so it's funny to know that like Dawson's Creek like the OC like there's like all these like really I don't know if you want to call them cult classics or whatever like but there's like things in our history like through Mm -hmm. that like I have I have no I have no part of it you know what I mean so like like the fact that I was what 18 years old like when Dawson's Creek was in its prime and it was like written for people like me. And I'm just like, eh, I didn't have anything to do with it. It's, it's interesting when things like that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Is there anything like that now that you're just like, I have nothing to do with that, but it's like all the rage. Well, I don't know about now. I mean, yeah, there's tons of stuff that like my, my employees know about. They're all college students and they know mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but- but one thing that I actually, this conversation seems to come up a lot this week and always this time of year, but um, it's the movie Hocus Pocus. Oh, yes. I never got into Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it when it first came out. I was like a senior in high school, I think, or maybe I had already graduated. I'm not sure which. Um, so I just, I, I never watched it. It was, yeah. it was too young for me. And my sister was too young for the movie so it was like we it kind of hit right in between our ages so it's not a movie i would have watched with her yeah um and by that point i wasn't really babysitting anymore so i didn't watch it with the kids i was babysitting you know Mm -hmm. so it was just like that movie just completely missed me yeah and later on i tried watching it and i was like "Mm, i yeah it's not it's not even that I think it's bad. Like someone accused me of being like, why do you hate Hocus Pocus? And like, I don't, I don't hate it. I have no opinion of it. It just doesn't mean anything to me. Right. And I actually called or, or texted my sister earlier this week. Cause I was like, tell me your thoughts on Hocus Pocus. And she goes, I think I saw it once. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Like it's just right there in the middle or it just missed us both. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I knew of it. I don't, ever remember like having an affinity for it you know and then I think people are obsessed yes they are and when I think it was last Halloween or maybe the Halloween before 
we watched it on Disney plus because we finally had access to it and I let the girls watch it. And I was kind of taken aback by the opening scene. I was like, cause we all know what happened to witches back in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is not what I want my girls to be seeing, you know? And <laughs> cause I, I don't know. It just seemed very, what's a little burning at the stake. It's it, fine. It just, I, I don't know. I, I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I like this Yeah. anyway. Um, you know, it's funny, like the things that were in so-called kids movies back in the day, like we think like the media is like so horrible right now. And I'm just like, dude, things were laced with innuendos when we were growing up. We just didn't know it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it wasn't even innuendo. We were just saying it right out. Like, actually, it's man, this episode's going all over and I love it. Um, last week on the radio, um, on there's a morning station I listen to every day on my way to work. And then on the way home, I listen to podcasts or whatever. But um, in the mornings, I listen to this this radio show. And last week, they were talking about music, like songs that they listened to when they were younger that they thought were <laughs> fine. And now they're like, oh, you know, like I can't believe my mom let me. Or like, you know, songs that kids used to do dance routines to in, in school, like for dance team or whatever yeah and now it's like holy crap who what adult let that happen you know (laughs) and so I was just thinking about some of the songs that I loved like my freshman year of high school (laughs) my friends and I would belt out I want to sex you (laughs) (laughs) and I'll make love to you by boys to men like (laughs) we were obsessed with these songs and it's like wow we really did not like we knew what we were talking about, but we just didn't care. No, <laughs> I remember one of my favorite movies um, ever. Like when we were little, I hope you've seen it because, oh man, it's the best thing ever. It was the chipmunks great adventure <laughs> where they're basically like trafficking <laughs> diamonds and money. <laughs> and- I loved that movie. I know. And it was like, and there's like a, oh, there's a song that the Chipettes sing, like, getting lucky with you. <laughs> I remember that being like an amazing song and like knowing all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, we just either our parents just didn't concern, weren't concerned that we would understand what was being said or they just didn't know or my favorite thing was when they used to play i'm too sexy at church dances (laughs) okay you definitely didn't go to church in utah as a youth as a youth there's no way that would have happened here (laughs) even in the 90s (laughs) but the other thing too is like patriotic music Mm. this one just kills me martina mcbride's song about independence day called independence day (laughs) hearing that at fourth of july parades it's such and... a great celebration of revenge <laughs> murder. <laughs> it's like somebody just decided, oh, it's called Independence Day. It must be about the 4th of July. Let's play it at all the family parades. <laughs> and I'm like, this is about a woman getting out of an abusive relationship. There's absolutely nothing patriotic and burning about her it. house down on the way out. <laughs> but she says Independence Day. So there we go. Now we listen to it at all of it's our family fine. parades. But you have to remember, we also come from a nation where we use the 1812 Overture as an American patriotic (laughs) song, but it's about Russia's defeat of Napoleon's armies. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even know what to say. 
Um, well, <laughs> we as Indeed. Americans are dumb. <laughs> and I mean that in the most loving, nicest way possible, but it's true. Well, yeah, and we're American and we definitely have do- done dumb I'm things. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would say I'm dumb, but I do dumb things periodically. For sure. For sure. Yes. So. And patriotically. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I do dumb things patriotically? That that sentence didn't make any sense. You do dumb things patriotically. There are people who do. That do dumb things in the name of patriotism? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. It makes sense. Where do you even begin nowadays with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but I've you got, don't. I've gotten, I've gotten to the point where the more flags you have outside your house or in the back of your truck, the less patriotic I actually believe that you are. So if yes. you want to prove your patriotism to me, one flag will suffice. But more importantly, knowing like the first line of the Constitution, that's even better. Words are hard, Emily. <laughs> knowing what like all five rights are listed in the Bill of or the First Amendment, that There's would be five. Yes, there is. I know. <laughs> I was like, that one would be awesome. What are they? Oh, are you asking me right yeah. now? So Free speech? Um, freedom for guns. No, no, Just that's kidding. the second. I'm totally kidding. Okay. I know. <laughs> I was like, you don't have the second amendment memorized. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, no. I know. Freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, right to petition the government for redress of grievances, um, freedom of the press and freedom of religion. Yes, that's correct. And then I did not Google that. No, I know. The other thing, too, is the second amendment, the right to bear arms. And the most important words within that amendment are well-regulated, militia. well-regulated, not even militia, well-regulated. So that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> anyway, those, I don't know how we went from talking about Frasier to amendments, but here we I are. I think we went from talking about tacos to amendment. This was a journey. I'm going to go journey. eat some Oreos. Journey is like a Utah <gasps> County journey. girl's name. Yeah. Oh, really? Is it because people are obsessed with the band? Oh, no. I forgot about the band. (laughs) How did you Um, forget about the band? We knew someone who was obsessed with the band. We did. Someone who probably listens to this show, so we should tread lightly. I don't think so. I don't know. You might be surprised. Really? Mm -hmm. But how how would he even know about it? Uh, Does he follow you? Are you guys friends? Yeah, we're still friends. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's you. Hi. (laughs) If your initials are RW, <laughs> hi. Well, I was going to let it be ambiguous. Nobody knows. Because there's probably multiple people who follow me on social media and still are obsessed with Journey. Uh, that's and true. And they would think I was talking about all of them. But do they listen to our podcast? Probably. I had somebody ask me the other day how many listens we get on our podcast. I was just like, okay, the first thing you enter- need to understand is that we are not doing this for follows or listens. Like, no, we just we decided to we just like to talk to each other. We figured we'd record it for posterity. <laughs> we just I'm just- not going to have posterity, but yeah, you will. Bruce is not going to have bunny babies. That's true. <laughs> well, cool, Karen. I think we might we'll want to talk about listen- the baby conversation another time because I had a funny conversation about that this week too. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's almost October, 
which means that we will soon share some of our parent paranormal (laughs) i thought you were saying parent i was like no paranormal what's the word paranormal Paranormal. yeah paranormal experiences which we've had plenty of we have and so i'm excited to share that so thanks everyone for listening (laughs) if they're still listening (laughs) they all deserve a cookie i will share my oreos that was, yeah actually just go place a big order for gross tacos we need to show the wealth when it comes to that so Do ship it. one you know to me please <laughs> okay cool so follow us along on instagram and twitter at talking club pod karen it was so lovely to talk with you today it's always lovely to talk with you too and we never know where this is gonna go we never will, but I, I'm actually going to call it right now as probably one of my more favorite episodes because this I'm just fun. having a really fun time. So, and it was just light and carefree and that's just exactly what I needed today. So yeah, I'm, me too. I, I'm a fan. I'm cool. a fan of you. Yes. <laughs> and I'm a fan of you as well. So be well, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time, Karen. Bye.